Welcome to Movie the Podcast I'll tell you a secret. Gogs started the coronavirus. He fucked a bunch of bats. A lot. Five. Four. Guys, <laughs> your audio cut out. <laughs> hey, it's movie the it's movie the podcast. Um live from the end of the world. Uh world's quietest apocalypse. Yeah. I don't know about you guys, but I thought the apocalypse would be a lot more exciting. Um Well, I didn't know that it was gonna be a reverse Mad Max two situation in which we have nothing but gas and it's all forty. <laughs> yeah, did you see that today? Good lord. <laughs> Like three barrels of oil. I'll just stack them up in the backyard. <laughs> oh, you love to see it. Uh, <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, so it's movie the podcast. We we uh, haven't had a show. God, what over a month? Mo- two months now. It's been since March fifth was our last show. Time Your birthday six weeks. It was right before good birthday. God. That seems like a year ago. Your birthday, now. like fucking heralded in the apocalypse. Yeah, I mean, well, that makes sense. I, uh, it's just everything. Like time is weird now because, uh, you know, I'm lucky enough, I guess, lucky enough to be working from home, and it's like there's no like I don't have any kind of uh, like watermark now for when like the days really end. It always seems like the same. Every day's the fucking same. Like I. I legit can't remember what day it is anymore. Like it's, it's the worst. Like weekends don't matter anymore. No, like, oh, not at all. Sort of the fucking. It's the it's shit. It was funny. Like a manager in, in my office, he's like, "I gotta, I gotta be off today to do something." I'm like, "What the fuck are you doing? Everything's <laughs> closed. Like, what the fuck are you? Do- of course, like." And this is a guy that can't work a full week anyway, ever. So it's like hilarious, even in this in this condition. He's like, oh, yeah, I, I got to do something. It's like, what? <laughs> You're sitting at home all day. You're like, what the fuck? Hey. Uh, anyway. Hey, real quick. Alec, is it sending you a thing to, like, let me join? Because I'm trying to get in from somewhere else. Uh, yeah, it did. Uh, there. Trying to get in. Yeah, okay. get it in. Get it in. So how's oh, everybody dude. else doing? This is the fucking, this is a nightmare. This is Yeah, fucking, it's fucking terrible. This is my least favorite First of all, I didn't pr- I didn't practice or train for this apocalypse. I figured zombies, possibly robots, not this. I mean, you didn't really train for those either. <laughs> I didn't, but at least like edged weapons would have been more effective in those scenarios. Um, that is true. Like, I mean, we still got a long ways to go. It might, you might you might come around. Yeah, we're only in like Act One of this whole thing. That's something I don't think a lot of people uh, appreciate. I don't think this isn't going to stop anytime soon. But like I hate to I hate to bitch about it, but it's like so I'm working from home, Liz is working from home, the kids are home. Sure. It's like it's literally fifteen hour days. It is I one of us gets up and watches the kids for like seven hours a day, and then we try and work for eight hours a day. Right. Every day. And then the weekends come and it's basically we're trying to work to catch up for stuff for the week. It's just like we are just haggard. I know nobody that's listening to this can appreciate this, but it, it's like there's two Sean's in the room now. <laughs> it's kind of overwhelming. <laughs> there's like one shot from I still see one picture of Sean, and then there's like the the from under Sean. It's pretty great. Ooh, from under. But yeah, Gogs, I, I I feel for you, man. I you know I'm I'm fortunate in a lot of ways, but like it's kind of nice being a weird loner in this day and age because. 
you know, I just stay at home and drink and play video games. That's all I ever really did. So, you know, it's not that bad. No. My yeah. laundromat it's clothes. Got its own that shit. sucks. I got to figure out how I'm going to wash my clothes here very soon. Wait, what's wrong? Like, they have like delivery ones, don't they? That'll like come yeah, from your I'm gonna have to look I'm gonna have to look into that. Uh the laundromat that I go to is closed. The the one that I, I uh, go to regularly. Which sucks, but whatever. Uh how about you, Sean? Can you, can you hear me? I can hear you fine, yeah. Can you guys okay. hear me? Yeah, I can hear. Uh by the way, everybody, we're recording this via Zoom, which we've never done before, so yeah, so we'll guys Zoom. social distancing. It, watch it sound better than our normal shows. Right. <laughs> it's like those couple of podcasts I did with Elliot and, and Cody where they just sounded so much better. Like, it was like, how the fuck do these sound better? It, it doesn't make any sense to me. Sean, you there? Sean? Yeah, I'm here. Oh. So what up, dog? How much, man? Just working a lot. Yeah, that shit sucks. You and Alec got it the worst. Yeah, no doubt. I love how everybody thinks I'm starting this like fucking uh, toilet paper syndicate in a back room, and I just won't give it up. <laughs> you're like the you're like the lamest boss in Shadowrun, right? It's, Give me the toilet paper of Rambo, <laughs> like fucking Lord of War. <laughs> uh, yeah, Take fly selling that toilet paper out the back of your car, though. Seriously. Yeah, I'm going to just drop a pallet out of a C-130. Yeah. It is crazy how toilet paper still isn't available anywhere. No. It's crazy that, like, movie theaters aren't going to exist after this. Fine. I'm trying not to think about it because it makes me very depressed. Yeah. Well, the good news is you can rent Bloodshot for 20 bucks. (laughs) Well, I just stole it off the internet, so... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I didn't pay a dime for. I mean, ain't no law good if I wanted to. Um, I haven't watched it yet. I hear it's a fucking train wreck. I have it. I have it on my hard drive. I have not given it the time to watch. Apparently, it's very bad. And apparently, did y'all know this? So I thought this Bloodshot was them starting a Valiant Universe like movie franchise, like you know the Valiant comics, like uh, Solar and Magus Robot Fighter and all that shit. Well, apparently, they do have the rights to all those characters, but Bloodshot is supposed to be separate from all of that <laughs> for some fucking reason. So, like, at the end of Bloodshot, they're not, they're not like, bring in the hardcore or whatever, or they're not like, we need to in- initiate the Harbinger Project. I don't know how many of you guys are familiar with Valiant Comics from the 90s. Not at all. They weren't bad. Some of them were pretty good. Were they, uh, what was it, Exo Manowar? Exo Man of War was actually really cool. It was like Conan meets uh, Iron Man. It was wild. It was know, a lot of those. I just saw the character designs. And I was just like, no. Well, I was a lot like you back in the day because like the art sucked. The, none of the art was any good in any of those books. And back in the nineties, it was just like, well, if the art sucks, I am not interested. But years later, I read of some of that stuff. Apparently, the current Valiant stuff is really good. But yeah, the new time- stuff is good. Who's got time to invest in another fucking universe? I guess everybody uh, does now. <laughs> Literally everyone. Well, comics are probably dead after this too, so because Diamond's going under, so that's a whole other thing. Yeah, it's funny how uh, all these uh, all these like ancillary companies are folding after like weeks of having uh-huh. business, not 
months and years, but weeks. Weeks. Yeah, it's, it's, it's crazy. Like AMC, I saw the one thing. It was like AMC might file for bankruptcy. And like the first comment underneath it was like, you guys have been charging like 12 bucks for a small popcorn for 20 years. Like the first thing you need to do is look at the CFO's like earnings, like see mm-hmm. what CEO's earnings. Like how much you've been being, how much you've been getting paid for the last yeah. couple of years. How can you even build up a little bit of a war chest? Come on. Yeah. A lot. Well, that's, that's every major company right now. It's like they, they didn't build up anything. It's just like bail us out. Bail us out. Like there's like, there's a company we're doing, like we're supposed to be doing some design work for, and they service the airline industry, and the airline industry is not doing great. Well, they'll be fine. <laughs> I mean, they got they they're getting all that government money. Yeah, they lay off a ton of people, and but like the CEO in 2016 made like 15 million dollars. Oh yeah, absolutely. Uh, Alec, how are you doing in in these times of crisis? I mean, I'm I'm fine. Like work, like Sean said, work sucks dealing with the with the general public. Yeah, I Just can't like imagine. One eighty two said, "I can't imagine what you two have to deal with like every day. Not only just risking health because you got to be around the greater masses of unwashed, but just having to deal with them every day. Literally unwashed. But well, yeah, uh, you get people that come in and. It's like they don't even like register that this is happening. Like, oh yeah, like, what do you mean by a toilet paper? Like, I don't understand that. Are you not? Have you been living under a rock for like two months? Yeah, it's crazy. Like, of course we don't have toilet paper. Like, right. we get a truck of it, and it lasts for like two hours. And yeah, then it's gone again. It's like you got to get here. Like you're camping out for a winger ticket to get <laughs> paper towels. Like you got to get here early. Dude, yeah, keep... like that's what I tell everybody. Like, if you want to get it, you better be here when we open. Right. If you're not, if you try to come in at like noon, everything's gonna be empty. No, but, don't be like, don't be lazy. Yeah, shit's crazy. They got, uh, they're just dumping in ditches. They got, we got least, free oil. Like, we got weird shit going on right now. <laughs> Alec, at least like you only sell groceries, so it's you know not essential probably. But it's not people in there buying fucking bike pumps, TV, all kinds of other stupid shit. Yeah, yeah, I can't imagine. People like you're trying to stay safe and healthy, and people are coming in looking for like workout pants. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Well, the guys get toned when they're when they're home on quarantine. Yeah, that's what I'm doing. Toned and boned, baby. Toned. What's like? What's like? What's like? What's the margin on dildos at Target right now? Like, is it is it good? What's the margin? Do they yeah, sell dildos at Target? No, but I we don't own a dildo factory, so we would <laughs> imagine the margin would be pretty small. <laughs> Shame. This Target brand dildos. A CD factory. <laughs> well, how much to. without the animated things? <laughs> I don't know. Less. Less. Well, we should get into the the meat of the show. We we decided not to watch a movie. If this works out, maybe we should just do it like usual. Watch, we'll all watch the movie and then get together and record. Well, yeah, we just got to watch clear, the movie on the like together. Can't you Netflix like? There's like a Netflix watch together option, isn't there? I think there you can is, do that. But how does that like, work? It's, I guess you. It's like it just starts at the same time for everybody. Like you, uh, it doesn't like it's not like uh, like this where it's like 
conference dinner or anything? We need VR helmets so we could be like Jonah Hill and uh, that other guy. Remember that commercial? Or they were like, oh, they they're their... the Lakers game? No, no, no. There's one where they both had VR helmets and they were in a virtual movie theater and they watched the movie together. That's what we need. We all need to look over those like $400 PSVR helmets or whatever those fucking things cost. <laughs> uh, but anyway, uh, but yeah, we'll figure it out. But yeah, if, uh, this if, week, if, if this turns out fine and sounds good, we can. Yeah. Or this week, we got to clear out the backlog of. Yeah, we, we figured that we have it. Be cool. Is, Go ahead, Sean. After I move, when you guys are together, we can still zoom it with the microphones, and yeah. you three will be in the room, and I'll just be there. Yeah, hopefully this will work out because I mean it, that would be great. That'd be a, a very uh, easy solution to that problem. So, uh, all right. Well, yeah. So we decided that since we haven't had a show in like forever, we decided to just do a show about what we've been watching in the interim. And, uh, there's a, there's a lot of it. So we decided to do a different format than usual than just, uh, fucking one of us just rambles on for an hour and then the next person falls asleep and then the next person rambles on for an hour and then Alec falls asleep again. And you know how that goes. Hey, so we're <laughs> checking his phone. <laughs> so we're going to, uh, we're going to do it uh round Robin style, kind of like we do our, uh, God's is going to be done way earlier than the rest of us. I don't know. I haven't watched a whole lot, honestly. Actually, I forgot. There's two things. I two things. Two things. Talk. To oh, me. stop! Whoever's doing that, stop it. What is that? <laughs> There's two things I haven't talked about on the show that got watched somewhere in the interim, right before, uh, you know, the world ended. So I think okay. I'm up to seven things. Okay, cool. Uh, let's start with Sean since this was his idea to do it this way. In this. Okay, I'll do the movie I just watched. Just watched. <laughs> it's called Sweet Virginia. It's on Netflix. Heard of that? Starring John Bernthal and Imogen Poops. Ooh, I like her. More about her. My uh, my my stuff. Oh yeah, it's like a kind of dark neo noir Cohen's type movie, but Ooh, not you're speaking, funny. You're speaking my language. Is yeah, I think everybody here would like it. I don't know. That it's a strong recommend because all okay. the characters are they're like real people, so they've got like real character flaws. There's nobody to really root for. So that is kind of Cohen's in a, in a lot of ways. Yeah, but Bernthal's really good, and uh, he he does this thing that he does in a lot of performances where he stutters and stammers, and he talks like a real person. Mm-hmm. Um, no, it's I, it's good. It's like an hour and a half. What's the you're in, you're out. what's the uh, what's the give me the elevator pitch? What's the general plot of the movie? Uh, I'm trying to think. Is this a spoiler? There's a murder and a triple homicide in a small town in Alaska. John Bernthal, a former rodeo cowboy, Ooh. that runs a motel, and everything goes sideways. Okay. That sounds pretty good. I need to watch this. Sweet Virginia on Netflix. Yeah. All right. And then I pass the mic. Netflix OG. Alec. Oh. Hold on. I gotta. Oh. Go, I gotta do a gogs when I yell. I gotta go. F- the mic has to be out here. You can't even see it. There you go. <laughs> well, real quick, was Sweet Virginia Netflix OG or is that something else? I don't know. It came out in like 2017, but it just seems like it popped up on there recently. 
<clears throat> so it doesn't have that uh, Netflix logo on it. I don't believe so. But it does go dun dun when you click on it. Right? Was it from- Sorry if I'm talking kind of weird. I get like a weird delay in the headphones. So I yeah, it's, sound retarded. It's nothing super. <laughs> it, it, there's like a little breakup, but it's not too bad. Okay. There's no snare in my headphones. <laughs> so, you turn my headphones up. I'll go back to the first, back to the beginning. Oh, shit. Back Jesus. Around, right around TJ's birthday. Mm. Mm. Uh, I watched Son in Law. The seventh oh Paul Shore. Shore flick. <laughs> Holy shit. Paulie Shore. Yeah, How does it hold up? It's fine. Like, Isn't it's, it? It's, it's, per- it's perfectly acceptable to kill like an hour and a half of your time. The love interest in that is Tiffany Amber Thiessen, right? No, she's in it. Carla Gugino is the love interest. Oh, hello. <laughs> Upgrade. Yeah, thank you. Oh, yeah, God. Tiffany Amber Thiessen is in it also, though. Okay. Gugino? Uh, yeah. Mm. And the dad, the, the redneck dad is uh, Perry Lane, or Perry White from uh, The New Adventures of Superman. Oh, yeah. The guy, I forget his name. Uh... It's weird because I always picture Carla Gugino as like a full ass adult. Yeah. So thinking about her as a young person is odd. Yeah, I'm like, we came out like twenty seven years ago. Like <laughs> yeah. Jesus Christ, we're so old. Ninety four, I want to say. Yeah. Got a baby Gugino. That movie came out almost thirty years ago. God. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, uh. Nah, it's it's fun. It's a, it's a good way to kill like. If you can't find anything else to watch, say, oh, son-in-law. I'll throw Where that in. Oh, that's the, the, the dad was the bad guy lawyer from uh, fucking My Cousin Vinny. And Mighty Ducks. Wasn't he in Mighty Ducks? Wasn't he the bad guy, the bad coach yeah. in Mighty Ducks? Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's right. He was uh, Howard Bombay's uh, yeah. old Bombay. And he, and he always fucking like, flipped up his collar. I always remember that. <laughs> Gotta pop that collar. Hell yeah. Where did you watch son-in-law? Did you say I didn't catch it? Oh, it had Tubi, one of those. Dude, Tubi's the shit. I'm not even lying. Tubi's selection uh, is badass. Yeah, I know, right? It's really good. They got some good stuff on there. I wish I could spend like three dollars a month on it so I could watch it without the ads. Is my only gripe. They got a really good set of documentaries. It's the whole. They have like every good Korean movie. It's insane. Drop the three bean. No, th- there's not an option to. Is what I'm saying. Oh, oh. If there was, I would. I would go. I would pay. Well, I'd pay as much as I pay for Shutter, five bucks or whatever. I would pay for that. One of them you can pay like buy the movie to get it without the ad. <laughs> Isn't that just renting a movie? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> but you can also watch it with the ads. Oh, okay. Where they pay you? It's not Tubi. There's like Voodoo, maybe. Yeah, Voodoo is well. Voodoo. I don't know if it's still set up the way it used to be, but Voodoo used to be strictly rental. But then it, I think it changed the way it's set up. So I don't know. Voodoo used to be I, like you could redeem the codes, right? Right, right. They yeah, were. I tried to send Alec Terminator Two on Voodoo, and I couldn't figure out how to do it. So now I own a digital copy of Terminator. <laughs> and they and you, every time you boot it up, you got to listen to that uh, Godsmack song. That Sean was just singing. It's a good song. All right, Alec, who you passed the mic to? Oh, God. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, I watched. First, first, how many times have you watched Utopia? How many times have you watched movies you've watched before with your kids? 
Um, none. Really? That's shocking. Mm. Okay. But I did watch Onward five times. Oh god. Onward. <laughs> yeah, that was for. <laughs> so I might as well talk about Onward. Um, I watched that too. I really liked it. Uh, I thought it was weird for an uh, a Pixar movie because I don't think it fits their normal like vein of Pixar movie because it's like it's really I feel like it's written not for kids like it's not for like young kids like at all. Um, well, it's like Mulholland Drive. But right. obviously, I mean, your kids liked it, right? If well, yeah, it well, my kids liked time. it, but they liked it for like just like like the bibbity bops and like the the bright but, stuff. But like, but I think that's cool. like most kids. Like yeah, that's all they look for. Those kids are young enough; they don't need story. They just need flashy things. And I guess, but like, the, I think the plot's pretty. The plot's pretty heavy. Like even by like Pixar standards, it just had like dead wife avengement times two. Like they've got like some heavy stuff, but it's two dead wives. Is this a Korean movie? <laughs> right. This is um, I, I liked it a lot. I thought that uh, Chris Pratt was really good in it. I thought Tom Holland was really good in it. Uh, I liked like all the nerdy like fantasy references. Um, and I thought the story was I thought the story was really good. Um, it's it got and it it came out the week before all this stuff hit. So then it moved essentially right to Disney plus. So from like a, yeah. Pixar, from like a financial perspective, you look at the numbers and it's like, a, it's like a 200 and something million dollar movie to make. Yeah, it did not she do. It like did not do well. I mean, it was projected. It made 110 in the theater. Or it made like 175 in the theater for the one week it was allowed to be. And then all theaters shut down. Good Lord. Really? It made that it much. That made one its week. money back. If it Did you see a thing Matt posted where like the box office yeah. was five thousand dollars? Yeah, right. it, it went from it went from like whatever it was last year, like seventy million or something, to five thousand. I mean, like think about it, right? Like when big, like like when big um, Marvel movies open, they open with like you know hundreds of millions in a weekend, and we're getting like well, even even on like a non blockbuster weekend, I'd say like the biggest movie of the weekend usually is what like thirty forty million dollars, and even like if an if average movie. volume. You're probably like a quarter billion every weekend, like across oh, yeah. all movies. That's crazy. And you are like sitting here five thousand dollars, but um, no, I mean I really liked I really liked Onward. I thought it was um, it's it's on the upper end of the Pixar movies. Like I'm saying, it's a little more. I think it's written more for people our age than the previous than previous Pixar movies. It doesn't. Um, it's it's a weird thing to pitch to non nerdy little kids, but it's it's my son loved it. So that I think out. all little kids are nerdy. Well, it was better than because uh, their last like four or five movies have all been sequels or like double sequels. Was Inside Out in like the last five Pixar movies? Like, You're asking the wrong guy. Seven years ago, I don't think so. Oh. You got Toy Story, Finding Dory, The Incredibles, like all sequels that have come out. So this, You're is, right. like, this is like a original for an original property movie in probably like five or six years. Like I thought, I thought it was fine. Like. It followed the same formula that most of the Pixar movies follow, and they're all fine for the most part. Did it have a woman with a huge ass in it? It did. Yeah. Two of them. Yeah, I like that. I like that the Pixar animators like the just dump truck ass. I'm a big fan. <laughs> yeah, like, uh, Julie Louis Dreyfus's character had a, a big old mom butt on her, and then wait, um, that's her voice in that movie. I had no idea. Huh, and sure. then um, 
Liz also, Liz is down here. She's also like, that's the mom. Um, and then the manicure is what's her name? Um, Octavia Spencer. Isn't Octavia Spencer. And she had a big old scorpion tail butt on her. Hell yeah. Big fan. <laughs> yeah. I'm glad Sir Mix a lot is the CEO of Pixar. <laughs> yeah. No, I thought, like I'm saying, I liked it a lot. I thought Tom Holland was really good. And I love Chris Pratt and almost anything. So it was, it was good for me. All right. So I will, say- I will never watch it. Not because it's not good. It's just I have no interest in those movies, like, at all. That's fine. Well, you know, you're not much as much into fantasy as sci-fi and cyberpunk. I like the fantasy stuff. stuff. I mean, I, I read all... Of, there's a lot of good fantasy jokes with, like, yeah, maybe I and fairies and fairies and fairies. It's real heavy D&D. Like, you know what's a good uh, overlooked fantasy movie? Uh, for Your Highness? The... the uh, the comedy with Natalie Portman and uh, is it Seth Seth Rogen? No, it's uh, Danny McBride. Where that he comes movie, the Minotaur Dick, and he's wearing yeah, his necklace. That movie's fucking hilarious. <laughs> yeah, he's it got his moments. Movie's, movie's huh? great. Yeah, no, Danny McBride's wearing like a Minotaur Dick around his neck the whole time. It's Danny McBride and it's uh, Franco, right? It's James Franco. Franco. That's it. Yeah, I, I've never seen that. I gotta. Oh, dude, you'd like it. You. It's like not it. bad. It's not bad. I thought it, I watched it really drunk one night, and I thought it was the funniest thing ever. So it's probably not that funny, but I thought it was pretty goddamn funny. So if you watch it drunk, don't watch it again because then Ugh. you don't think it's funny at all. I'll just watch it high this time instead of being drunk, oh, and then, then it'll like even out. Yeah, blazing. Yeah, I, I think it was just kind of a letdown after Pineapple Express. I mean, that's that's fair. That was a very high water mark. No I, pun intended. <laughs> Uh, it's my turn. Yeah, it's Eagles. Go. Uh, you know, I watched, I, I shockingly didn't watch that many movies. I feel like I, I've learned something about myself that I don't watch nearly as much when I don't have to talk about stuff. Like, this show is a motivation for me to watch a lot of movies. Uh, but I watched, I don't know, probably four or five things. I'll just start with, obviously, I'll just do one. Oh, now. pause real quick. Sure. Have you seen the new Chargers uniforms? Uh, they're hideous. Really, I think they're dope as fuck. No, oh, I don't. I don't the Rams know. ones are hideous. The Chargers. Oh, ones. maybe I'm thinking of the Rams yeah. jerseys. I have to look them up. Like, if I, if we have football, who even knows? Maybe football's over too. Well, Everybody like, like way into playing like fucking uh, StarCraft because that's all the sports we're gonna have. Yeah, Gronk yeah, defend the twenty four seven title oh. during an NFL game. Oh God. Uh, so anyway, I'll start with one movie that we, we talked about briefly on the show after Art of Self-Defense. We were talking about a movie with, uh, the two same lead actors, uh, uh, Jean Poots and, um, Jesse Eisenberg. And the movie's called, uh, Vivarium. Um, I, I love see that. I fucking loved it. I think it's a, I think it's a really good movie. I, uh, it's, it's a movie that, um, I think both. It, it, it's a movie that totally hinges on uh, the two leads' performances, and the performances are great from both of them, especially Imogene Poots. I think like she like carries the whole fucking movie. Um, I it's weird. It's kind of sci-fi. It's kind of like a horror movie. Like I loved it, and it does some like really cool like visual stuff. That's is like it, very understated. Um, is it like obtuse or something? Because the reviews no. I've been reading, people didn't seem to know what to make of it. What's the gist? I mean, I think like honestly, so um 
let me uh, let me answer Sean's question first, and then I'll get to you, Gux. Uh, I think that the movie is almost too on the nose. If I made it, I would have made it more obtuse. There's a scene in the very beginning of the movie that's like, it's literally, they might as well tell you, this is what the movie's about, stupid. Where like... I need those. That's good. Yeah, but it's like, it's so out of place. So like, Jesse Eisenberg is like a, uh, like the groundskeeper, right? And Imogene Poots is a teacher at this school. And he's the groundskeeper at the school. He's a groundskeeper Willie. And he watches, there's the, uh, I forget the name of the bird, but there's a bird that um, puts its eggs in another bird's nest. And then the as the, the egg hatches, it, it like knocks off the other birds, like the other eggs in the nest. Like basically the bird, like, I, it's a real bird. I don't, I can't remember. It, if I, You're a bird. What's that? <laughs> You're a bird. Anyway. So that's like what the it's about like aliens or demons that like overtake people and they they use them as like uh surrogate parents like i don't know i don't want to give too much away but to me i didn't think the movie i think the movie explained too much but i still loved it i think it's i think it's really good i think that it does a lot of really cool things there's like there's a lot of great like sound design in the movie um and it's like kind of a Twilighty Zone kind of premise. Like by the end of it, it feels like a Twilight Zone kind of story. But I love those kind of stories. Like that's that's the kind of shit I love. I, I that that kind of like you, I guess the the main complaint I've seen from people that didn't like it was they're like, well, you could have made it shorter. And it's like, well, yeah, I guess. But I think like it's such a cool journey, and it, they do they do such neat. Uh, things along the way and again the performances are really good i think it's a solid mystery and then when you figure out what everything what what what's what and what's happening the movie's over and i i was pleasantly i was i was along the whole time i i loved it i thought it was great um if uh so far out of 2020 i know it's only april but it's it's definitely high on my list i, I really enjoyed it a lot so i i'd recommend vivarium and i think like it's I, it's funny to me that people didn't understand it because it is, it, I, again, it, I, if it was up to me, I would edit out that scene. I mean, it's the, almost the opening scene of the movie where it shows these birds. So it's like it explains too much. Like to me, I would have cut that out. <laughs> I would have taken, I, I don't know. To me, I like stuff, you know, a little more obtuse, <laughs> but it's still good. And uh, I, uh, I know you just mentioned Imogene Poots, uh, you know, between this and another movie I'm going to talk about that we've already talked about on the show and art of self-defense. Like she's a really strong actress and uh, she brings a lot to this movie um, because if you've seen the trailer, they, they like the first day that they're stuck in this house, they're delivered a baby at their front door and they have to take care of it. And this baby is this weird monster that talks like mimics anything they say and talks in this weird sort of like octave tone. And basically there comes a point where they have to live with it. Cause like, if they don't like basically the, the box has instructions that says, raise it and we'll let you go. And so they have to live with it. And then like they, uh, there's a point in the movie where Jesse Eisberg's basically like, we need to kill this thing. But then she can't because she's formed this kind of motherly bond. It's, it's really interesting. I don't know. I loved it. So, very monster or is it a person? Well, it, it's it's either like an. Alien. Is it just supposed to be a rumination on raising children? I think there's some of that in there. I also think there's a lot about the monotony of like everyday life, which is kind of interesting to watch 
nowadays, like right now in our current climate. Um, but I think that I think the movie has a lot to say about you know uh, it, it's like any good like sci-fi where it kind of just poses some interesting questions in a, in in kind of curious framework. Uh, but, but again, I really liked it. Uh, it's available. Uh, you can rent it on Prime or you can find it off the back of internet trucks. Um, but I highly recommend it. I really enjoyed it. Um, so I pass the mic. Uh, are we doing snake draft or am nah, I- just whatever? Do whatever you want. Gogs. I watched Jurassic Park. The first one? The OG JP. Dude, how good do the special effects still look? Dude, I was just telling Liz because Liz hasn't, she just reread the book. And yeah. was, <laughs> book re- you know how we feel about literacy around here. <laughs> but like, uh, so I, like, I, I bought it on standard, standard prime, you know, conundrum, rent for four, buy for eight. Come on. It's so, only a conundrum for you. You didn't own Jurassic Park? I didn't own any sort of disc. I had it I on VHS. I don't, I don't own Jurassic Park. I um, think I had it on VHS when I was a kid. I don't yeah, own it now. I back like all the Jurassic movies for like 10 bucks. Yeah. yeah. But then you got to get all the other ones too. But yeah. I was in there like talking a little That movie came out in 93. Yeah, it looks there amazing. Is, there are CGI movies that come out today, like almost 20 years later, that look like dog shit by comparison. Like it took me, like I'm watching, I'm taking it, like, it, like I commented on it while we're watching. I was like, I was like, this, this CGI is still fucking top notch like well, how many how many movies have we watched was there? it was a ton of cgi all the dinosaurs yeah. were CGI. Our majority no, of them were practical remember all those not quite stills of like it was a mix tennis balls like it's like react to this tennis ball coming at you i don't know i it blows my mind though because think about how many movies that we've watched on the show that are like big budget shitty movies and jurassic park looks better than them hands down like it's funny that a big budget movie directed by steven spielberg we watched on this show looks shittier than jurassic park which yeah. one ready player one yes agreed schindler's list <laughs> yeah. the uh yeah, the cg in schindler's list is terrible you know, I was, the only thing i don't like about the only thing i don't care about the the movie jurassic park is just the how kids the kids are fine it's like it diverged like where it diverges from the book i really really don't care for um I don't. What is it? I haven't read the book. I read the book in like, like sixth grade. I don't remember. So there's a handful of things. Like one, the grandpa, whatever's Hammond. Hammond's a scumbag in the book. I yeah, I remember that. And he gets eaten by a ton of dinosaurs in the end. That doesn't happen in this one. Muldoon, who says clever girl and gets got by the raptors, is fucking blowing up raptors with a rocket launcher in the book. <laughs> um, yeah, like there's there's all sorts of like dropped plot <laughs> points. Yeah, blowing up, blow. You couldn't see this at home, but blowing up raptors with a rocket launcher does seem expensive. Like Sean said, <laughs> this, <laughs> well, this, this he did the thing that means the money. This means well, the money. Genetically engineering the raptors cost a ton of money to begin with. I know they probably spent a ton of money fucking engineering dinosaurs. But yeah, like they they strip out like a bunch of like. There's weird parts of the movie you don't need. Like there's like. Like the whole part about the dinosaurs, like actually figuring out how to breed, like that's a big point in the book. They bring it up in the movie, but it's like a drop plot points unnecessary. Yeah, don't you feel like that would be a hard thing to work into like a functioning movie? Like well, I, I you don't even, then you just don't even need to have it. Then yeah. just edit it completely. The fact that you give it this weird nod doesn't make sense. Like the part with like the Triceratops being sick doesn't 
necess- it doesn't result it doesn't result in anything. No, but it had they had a cool triceratop puppet. Oh, they fucking did. Don't yeah. get me wrong. I think that's why it's in there. Um, uh, Laura Dern kicks ass in it. Sam Neill kicks ass in it. Uh, fucking uh, Jeff Goldblum's great. Like everyone's great. And like a fucking um, oh like uh, uh, not Stephen Root. Why can't I think of Dennis Nedry's real name? Um, Wayne Knight. Wayne Knight. Wayne Knight. Like, uh, Newman. Newman. Samuel yeah. Jackson. Everybody's really great in it. Like hold on to your butts. <laughs> I hate this hacker crap. <laughs> Hey, real quick, this might be a hot take, but Jurassic Park 3, the best other Jurassic Park movie. Agreed. I haven't watched 3 in a long time, but I remember... 2 is so bad. Yeah, but 2 is... 2 is bad, but they're all bad. Lost, like, the the two new ones that came out are trash. I would say that the... I would say the first new one was better than 3. No. Incorrect. Mm-hmm. Go back and watch three and watch that one. It's I think you'd like three if you want rewatched it. Three is the one with Sam Neill and they go back to the original Isle Nublar or whatever, right? Yeah, the kid. Do they go Vince Vaughn? No, that's two. Two has Yo, Vince Vaughn's in the third one. Two, they go to the other island and they make it it's Site Kong. B or whatever. They go to King the King Kong it, and they bring a fucking T Rex back to New York for. Shits and giggles. That, but yeah, it's, it's like five but, minutes of the movie. But I the thought third one, three, like Sam, but, yeah, Sam Neil goes back to the island because some kid gets lost on the island or something, and they gotta find him. Yeah, and William H Macy is in it, and they have spine the poachers. Is that Spinosaurus? Taylor Leone. Taylor Leone. I like how you said that. Taylor Leone. Is the second or the third one with the poachers on the island, like hunting dinosaurs? I think yeah. that's. I don't it's remember. The second one, right? I think it's the second one. Vince Vaughn was not in the third one, though. The second one, Vince Vaughn is in the second one with okay. what's her name no. from from uh, Boogie Nights, whose name I can't oh, remember. Oh, Julia Moore. Yeah, he's yeah. in a thousand movies. Yeah, Julia Moore. And I don't know. The second one only got oh, well. The original cast. The second one got um, Goldblum. Goldblum for like a, like a like a hearings like a Superman. No, he's in the whole movie. He's this in the most, whole movie. This most recent one had him for like uh, two seconds, like in a like a Congress congressional hearing. Oh, that's the, remember second, the second one. He has the daughter, yeah. that like does the gymnastics. The and daughter, the, the daughter that does like kung fu and like karate kicks raptors and shit. Yeah, that's what I was talking about. Oh, uh, it's so bad. Well, the, the OG Jurassic Park still pretty good. The special effects are outstanding. And you pass the mic to uh, Alec. Alec. Um, I'm gonna like I got too many things to talk about. I'm gonna knock too many things. Uh, I watched Shazam again. Shazam! Uh, <laughs> I God saw it. Did either one of you see that yet? No. Yeah, that I, it's, a, it's a black. I need to. I need to watch it. Thumbs up. It's the best DC movie. Yeah, no Batman's. Um, hey, pause real quick, Alec. Is it better than Constantine? Have you watched Alec? Have you watched Aquaman? Yeah. What did yeah. you think of that? I thought it was Did you talk? Like it was bet. Yeah, I talked about it on the show. Like it was probably the second best one besides Shazam. Alec really- or uh, other Alec Gogs. <laughs> I've not seen. <laughs> Did you not watch it? <laughs> so so Alec. So it goes. So what's your DC ranking of the current? Like the not counting the Nolan stuff, obviously. So they. Uh, like the, the DC universe. I'm talking about the current, like the the post 
uh, Zack yeah. Snyder DCU. The DCEU. EU, yes. Uh, DCEU. Toby Shazam. Shazam. <laughs> Aquaman. Wonder Woman. Uh, and all the rest. Rats. <laughs> and the rest. And Justice League. Oof. Man of Steel. Batman Superman. Batman Superman Oof. is the worst one. What about, what about Suicide Squad? What's that? Yeah, oh, yeah, you forgot one. Suicide Squad. Because at least there's like. Oh, have you watched Birds of Prey yet? Oh, you Apple. saw it in the theater. Yeah, that's, that's right. That's, that's probably right below Suicide Squad. Suicide Squad. <laughs> Suicide Squad. And above, uh, above Wonder Woman. But like, I feel like Shazam is head and shoulders above Shazam. That. Like, it's not even close. Shazam's really good. So, I need to watch it. I need to watch it's on it's on uh, HBO now, I think. Yep, it's on HBO right now. It's on HBO. Um watch the uh Oh the- hang on, Alec I'm sorry to mold you. Did you see that they're making a Last of Us show with Keanu Reeves? No. Wait, he's yes. Joel? Yeah. Holy shit, I'm into that. I'll buy that. HBO? Who's I think Ellie? it's on HBO Max. Have they cast if it's Ellie not yet? hard candy, it doesn't make sense. Nah, she's too old now. Nah. I don't remember who the woman is. God, I but hope they're making that's a DMZ good. show. Ooh, that was a good comic. I love anyway, that sorry, comic. but they're announcing all this stuff that's not going to come out for like five years now. Well, yeah, because there's no way to to produce it at this point. Well, Venom Two's coming out in Venom. June. Let there be carnage. Watch this movie. Like the second Venom actually be a good movie, and Sean hates it because <laughs> like, it's no, not watch stupid. It, like be the only movie, the first movie that comes back out and makes twenty <laughs> billion dollars. First opening day slot is going to set the records. Yeah, for like one day movie total. I mean, I got to be honest. As soon as they're like, okay, movie theaters are open, I'm going. I, I mean, what it is. I feel like I feel like the way I watch movies anyway, I wouldn't be affected by yeah, quarantine I, I rules because I always went catch the bad <laughs> flu watching Phantom Thread. <laughs> right? Yeah, I don't. I uh, anytime I went to the movies, it was empty anyway. So if anyone just if everyone just used my rules of going to the movies, you could keep the movie theaters open. You know. Um, uh, watched WWE film Netflix original, the main event. What the fuck is that? It's basically like that movie Like Mike, but a kid finds a luchador mask and becomes <laughs> powered like a luchador wrestler. Oh my god. Dude, we gotta rewatch that for the show. That's gotta be a WWE Easter movie. Yeah, that's why I watched it for WWE. Is it good? Oh no, it's not good at all. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> like it's, oh, oh no. It's, it's not it's not good. Like So what exactly WWE what you, ex- what you would expect. So the the big stars they from WWE they got for this movie were obviously I'm sorry, Gogs talked over you. What did you say? Which was the big star? The Miz. <laughs> okay. The Miz. The Miz is in it. Keith Lee is in it. Uh, Otis is in it for a minute. And Mia Yim. Jeez, there's like real Ziggler. Those, those are Ziggler offend. Those are their super their WWE superstars they got for this movie. So wait, does this child put on a wrestling mask and then wrestle adults? Yes, and beats <laughs> the fuck out of him. Does he take his... funky butt loving at any point? Uh, no, I don't think so. What's his finishing move? It's just like an elbow drop. Nah, I was hoping it was like an F five. 
Canadian destroyer. <laughs> yeah, it's a Canadian destroyer. <laughs> um, it's not uh it's not that great. But again, it's short. I think it's under an hour and a half. So, I mean, I, I, how do you feel about rewatching that for the show at some point? I mean, it's fine. It's not like it's funny, bad. Like <laughs> yeah. I watch it again. Like it's not like offensive. Yeah, I guess we are in like WWE right now. Unfortunately, like some of the movies we're going to come up on here. All right, and you pass the mic to uh, Sean. Um, I watched like a shitload of comic book documentaries, so I'm just going to group them together. Okay. I watched uh, Future Shock, the 2001. Oh, that's, that's really good. I watched that. Yeah, too. that was excellent. I watched Batman and Bill. It was fine. I didn't like that one that much. I, I thought I the know. guy that hosted it was obnoxious. That's the Bill Finger documentary, right? Yeah. I felt like, and I don't know, you might echo this statement, but I felt like the guy that made the documentary that like, he's the guy that like discovered Bill Finger or whatever. Like he, it was, it was all about how great he was. And I'm like, I don't care about you. Like Bill Finger is great. Cause he made, he co-created one of the greatest characters ever. And yeah, I feel like I learned nothing about Bill Finger and everything yeah. about this guy and his stupid kids. Exactly. And yeah, Bob Kane's a fucking asshole. Like I get that, but I mean, Batman's great. But, I mean, who doesn't like Batman? And then I watched uh, Joker, Claremont's X Men. Ooh, how'd you watch that? Or it's I don't. It's on Amazon Prime. Ooh, it's fine. Ooh. It's not good, huh? I mean, if for us, not really, because you're not going to learn anything, right? Oh, uh, tangentially, does it, does it I, I saw a list. Go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry, I saw a list the other day where they had Jim Lee ranked above John Byrne. For X Men artists, incorrect. And yeah, I about threw my phone out the window. <laughs> uh, but let, does it talk about Chris Claremont hiring hookers to dress up like Jean Grey and Storm? Because no. the only thing that's cool about it is that you get to see like Louise Simonson and Anna Senti, oh, those people cool. you don't actually get to see often. And and Jim Shooter, who I think is like fascinating in general. Jim Shooter should have his own documentary because that guy. Wasn't he like nineteen? He was like editor in chief of Marvel. Like, yeah, he was like fifteen writing for DC. <laughs> yeah, he's insane. The guy was—he doesn't get enough credit for. And he like saved the company. Yeah. Oh yeah. And uh, to tie back into stuff earlier, created the Valiant Universe, or at least started yeah, they, it. They fucked him out of too. Mm-hmm. What were we but saying? Yeah. I know you're a big X Men fan. Yeah, I was gonna ask like, who would a documentary about Chris Claremont be a, be for? If not for X Men fans, but if it's not anything Earth break, Earth shattered X Men fans, like what's even the point? Yeah, that's the thing. There's no like real audience for it. Yeah, because yeah, that's a good point. Like casual people are like, who the fuck the fuck about Chris Claremont? Yeah, yeah. And if it doesn't this is, give me anything new, then why would I even care about it? Yeah, this, it's a two-hour documentary on Chris Bacallo's next. Or whatever the fuck. Generation Gen- Next. Generation Dude, Next. Generation was. Next was good. <laughs> that yeah. was good. I like that, that book. Um, but Chris Claremont, I mean, arguably, he's one of the most important people, like, with the X-Men. Like, I, I think, like, he's kind of, he's written all the basis for all the fucking stories that the movies came from or came out of, I guess. Is what God, I mean. I've been reading the Dark Phoenix saga. 
Yeah. And like, I love Claremont, but like Cyclops has the longest inner monologues. <laughs> it's like, and my Ruby Quartz visors, what? And it's just like on and on and on. And is it like a, like a scene in The Simpsons? When they'd cut back to cut back to, be like, you've been standing there for ten minutes. <laughs> yeah, basically, <laughs> those John Byrne pencils or something else. Oh, John, no, John Byrne, amazing, especially in X Men. I mean, yeah, John Byrne's colossus is the best. Fantastic Four stuff is great. Like one of the best uh, Doctor Doom artists, in in my personal opinion. Besides me, well, besides you, yes, but you're, you're a cosplay artist. It's different. <laughs> <laughs> and then I pass them my. To, tea. to me, oh shit! Uh, I watched Takashi Miike's Gozo uh, because I haven't watched it in years, and it happened to be on Amazon Prime. Um, I, I know I'm like the only person here that has any like a fondness for this movie, but it's it's really good. It's Takashi Miike, who's a guy that's done every fucking kind of movie ever. I mean, he's over he's made over a hundred movies, and he's made just about every genre imaginable. This is his love letter to David Lynch. So it's like two of my favorite things mixing together. And it's funny because it's a movie that, I mean, I literally haven't watched this since I was probably, I don't know, 20 years old. And it's a movie that I watched back then. And I like, I thought it was impenetrable. I, I, I didn't understand it. I didn't really, I didn't get it. Watching it now, I feel like it's painfully obvious what the movie's about. Um, but the general premise is it's a yak as a guy, big surprise, Takashi Miike, it's a yak as a guy. Um, but it's the, it's, I forget the name of the actor, forgive me, but it's the, if you've seen Dead or Alive, it's the cop from Dead or Alive. And he plays this, uh, lieutenant in, um, in the Yakuza family and he's lost his fucking mind. Like at the beginning of the movie, he's literally watching this TV that's a static image of these just weird images. And then he tells his, uh, Yak is a boss that this dog, this like Pomeranian dog that's outside this cafe is trained to kill Yakuza. So he better take him out before he the dog kills everyone in the room. And he literally goes out and like kills this dog in like the most hilarious way possible. Like, w- like takes it like a whip and like spins it around and throws it into a window. And that's how the movie starts. Um, so... <laughs> yeah, it's amazing. Uh, but then, so what happens is this younger guy in in the Yakuza has to take him out to the farm, basically, because he's gone insane. So he needs to take him to this place, like, out in the sticks, so they're going to kill him. And it's this whole thing where, you know, he's conflicted for killing his friend. Hey, Sean, I know you played a lot of Yakuza. Did you know Anaki? You know that word? <laughs> that, that Anaki? Yeah. Yeah. You know what that that means brother. brother yeah. I had no idea. Yeah, no, Anaki. I thought yeah, that was like the guy's name Sho Aikawa. Yes. Yeah, yeah, okay. that is his name. Thank you. Um but anyway, so so this younger kid has to take the guy that's gone crazy out to the woods to kill him basically. And what happens is is that in the in the drive out to the country, he accidentally hurts him. And he doesn't know how bad. So but he like thinks he kills him. So he like fucking weekends at Bernie's and puts sunglasses on him. <laughs> he drives out to like he drives out to this gas station again out in this weird ass town, and he calls his boss to tell him what happened. When he goes back, he goes you know has to go in this diner to make the phone call because the payphone doesn't work. And when he goes back out to the car. He's missing, 
and there's your mystery. It's very like Twin Peaksies. Like it starts with like a weird mystery, and then he has got to encounter these strange ass people. Uh, this town is is incredibly weird. Like everyone in it is strange. Um, and by the time it ends, like you don't know what the fuck's going on. Uh, a woman that that claims to be the crazy yakuza guy ends up giving birth to the yakuza guy. It's fucking weird, but I loved it. It's fucking great. It's full of like Takashi Miike insanity, wonderful camera shots, like great music choices. Um, but there's it, it, it to me, I, I watched it this time and I was like, well, it's, this is obviously like a, a parallel to like the, the young Yakuza guys, like sexuality, like he's terrified of sex. He's a virgin. And I think it's about him being gay, to be honest, like he's in love with the, his only, the only person in the Yakuza that ever cared for him, who is the crazy person. And he can't come to terms with that. So he ends up manifesting later as a woman so he can, like, confront that. And when he had, tries to have sex with her, that's when he's the bo- literally born from this woman into the world. And then the movie kind of ends. But it's, it's fucking weird. Um, it's, it's great. Like, it's, it's like, uh, I would say that copying David Lynch is, like, a really hard thing to do. But somebody like Takashi Miike, you can tell that he really loves David Lynch and he does it in like the right way, which is hard to say. Like there's a scene where uh, he's got to try to get information about where his buddy is. Right. And what the fuck? Uh, <laughs> and uh, he's so he, he's like this one person in the hotel that he's staying in is like, we got to go see this woman at the convenience store, um, but she's American. So she, her Japanese isn't very good. So he goes to her, right? And he starts talking to her. And she's just, she's saying Japanese, but you can tell it's like off. Like the tr- the subtitles don't do a good job, but you can tell like she's like struggling to get it out. And then the camera reverses and you see that like everything that she's saying is written in English on the wall and she's just reciting it. And I'm like, that little flourish is like such a fucking cool little thing to do. Like I would have never thought to do that. It's so fucking weird. And he sees it and he's like, what the fuck? Like, and she's still just going through the script. Like, it's, I don't know. I love that kind of shit. It's Goes on TV. It's on Amazon Prime. Okay. Uh, and then I pass the mic to... Who hasn't gone yet in the second round? Alec, third round. Alec. Okay. <clears throat> Again, I'm going to knock out two here because I got a lot. I watched the movie called Lemon, which is... Oh, I've been meaning to watch that forever. Uh, don't waste your time. <laughs> it is garbage. Damn. Like, What's it called? It's called Lemon. It's on Hulu, okay. right? It's been on Hulu. It's on, uh, it's on Prime. And it's been... Oh. Or maybe that might be... Hulu and Prime have a lot of overlap right now. Yeah. It might be on both. But it's... Uh, it is not... Like, it's just not good. It's got a lot of, like, good people in it, but it doesn't go anywhere. Yeah, like the protagonist, like or the main character, like is a piece of shit. But so is everybody else. You don't care about anybody. Much like real life. Mm. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> it's just, mm. it's no good, huh? Yeah, I, I don't know if the material would have been better with a different. Like the main actor, you recognize him easily, but he's not somebody who's like super famous. He's that guy with the beard that's on the cover, right? Yeah, he was. He was like the the. The radio doctor, psychiatrist, and love. <laughs> that's so he's weird. That that's like, that's the point of reference I was going with too, and I hated that's that. Like the film. biggest thing he's been in. Like he yeah, has, like he's been a bit role. He was in one episode of The Office. I think he was in like one episode of Parks and Rec. He's been like 
a big character and a bunch of stuff. He's just not – the movie's not good. I didn't like it. Yeah. Well, and it kind of wastes, like – Michael Sarah's in it. Martin Starr is in it. Jillian. Yeah, it's got a bunch of it's got a bunch of great people in it. Judy Greer's in it, but it doesn't give them anything to do. They're just like they're there. That's a Judy Greer's like the queen of wasted performances. She was in that fucking Jurassic Park movie. Yeah, she was. That's right. Um. Oh, jeez. Uh, Lego Lego Movie Two. Oh, Gogs, you saw that, didn't you? Yeah, I liked it. Yeah, Alex, Alec, what's the real opinion? It was fine, but like, I watched it a few weeks ago and I can't remember what it was about. Like, it's about Lego, stupid. When I was watching it, I was like, "Oh, this isn't bad." Like, it's, it's a it's a perfectly adequate follow up to the Lego. I think movie. Zoom just really Like the Lego movie, the first one was outstanding. Like it's tremendous, and this one just I don't know. It didn't, it didn't hit the same. Maybe it's because it was, it's it was not as good as the first one. No, flying too close to the sun on wings made of Legos, but <laughs> it, about, it just it, it didn't quite. <laughs> like, like I literally can't even remember what the plot is right now. It's because they got that Icarus playset. Yeah, that's it. Um, it's about like that one's like the first one's about like father and son relationships, and this one's about brother and sister relationships. Okay, so you fuck them. Yeah. Oh wait. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's that, an joke, option, I that joke would have worked on the first first uh, part too. If it's, it's it's just as disgusting. Um. So you fuck your dad. I mean, that's what I got from it. Yeah. <laughs> Porn calls Lego. We all know that you suck your. You're leaving us so you can go suck your dad's dick every week. No, I'm leaving you guys so I can come back and suck your dicks. Oh shit. You can't suck dicks where you are. You have to suck dicks yeah, where you, you are. You can't suck dick where you live because then you're gay. That's right. That's um, Everybody knows that. Anybody, anybody knows that. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, who hasn't gone in a while? Gogs? So I watched, because I guess Netflix suggested it because everyone else is watching it. I watched Outbreak. Which inspired my uh, my my text about Rene Russo. Um, yeah, that was a, that was a statement. God, that was a strange. Yeah. That was a strange text. Even for God, <laughs> that was a strange text. Fine, regardless. <laughs> do, you, do you care to do you care to regale the people as to what that text was? I just didn't. For, I didn't realize how dimed up young Rene Russo was, dude. Uh, yeah, old Rene Russo is a dime. Oh yeah, Rene Russo. Yeah, yeah, but like. What was that movie where she took out her cans? Not very good. The Thomas, Thomas Brown, Brown affair? Yeah. Oh, she did that? Get oh, on. yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, that was like 30 years ago, but Google still. Google that right now. Not uh, bad. But, yeah, uh, so I watched Outbreak with uh, a, a young Rene Russo, a young, um, hello, <laughs> uh, Kevin Spacey. Very young Kevin Spacey, right? Huh? He looks, Kevin Spacey looks like a baby in this. And yeah, he was so young, he molested himself. <laughs> Bonered up whenever he walked by a mirror. Um, you got Cuba Gooding Jr. before the fall. Uh, you got oh, yeah. Didn't, speaking of people that want to suck babies' dicks, isn't isn't that Cuba Gooding Jr. went down for that? Oh, did he? Yeah, there's like a video. There's like an audio clip or something. Maybe not video where he's like, somebody needs to suck this baby's dick or something weird. Shit. I mean, you could catch us saying that right now. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's true. <laughs> 
it's got it's actually got, like, they, it's uh, Dustin Hoffman. I think Dustin Hoffman is the main character, isn't he? Dustin Hoffman's main character. Uh, it's full yeah. of people that are canceled, is what you're saying. It's like a, a cast of canceled besides Renee because Dustin Hoffman's is like James a, Woods in it. Yeah, Dustin Hoffman's a, like a sexual assaulter. That's why he's not in movies anymore. Is he really? Oh yeah, you didn't hear about that? It's like a big old meat. I'm not making a, I'm not making a joke. I'm serious. Like that that's a thing. It's like, it's like the Me Too origin film. Me Too begins. Wait, it's also got hit with a nuclear bomb irradiated with Me Too dust. <laughs> I guess the thing that outbroke was sexual harassment. Pervert. Yeah. Was Morgan Freeman a pervert? Uh it no. There was something that came out like years ago about him and his like granddaughter's friend but that kind of got washed away so i think what he's, about, what about I think donald, he's in the clear what about donald sutherland now nah, he's all right he's too old his dick don't work is contagion better than outbreak gods it contagion's one with um, matt damon yes and yes i've the, never seen contagion contagion is better than outbreak okay it's, thank you I'll give it a it's look. Like a real movie with like real science in it. Contagion is uh, Steven Soderbergh, right? Yeah. I yeah. thought Outbreak Outbreak seemed to be I don't know. I don't know what was But isn't like the main real about point it? of Outbreak was that like they got to cure Rene Russo by finding one monkey. And well, they got <laughs> they got what they do with this this uh this virus that they found in Africa like back in the 70s and the US decided to keep it under wraps and like weaponize it just in case that is so stupid this fucking weapon like that's I know it's a plot point in a movie but like I've heard, you know how many people I've heard in real life be like the coronavirus is a weapon you know what the thing about weapons are you gotta pull it up the United States like you don't just fucking throw them and just hope that like you, we didn't nuke the whole world like, you fucking retards. Like, well, the planes wasn't big enough. It's yeah. like the dumbass plane. Like, if you really think about it, aliens is a stupid plot point that the company wants the aliens as a bioweapon. Because they can't fucking control them. They spit fucking acid. They go through They can't it, like, control them yet. Yet. <laughs> There's whole points. There's whole plot points in the comic. Where it's I've, all read, I've read your comics, yes. So, but anyway. So, Outbreak, they get this virus in the 60s. It's they like they find it. They're like, oh, this is a great weapon. It's like 100% lethal. Blah blah blah. So Donald Sutherland and uh, Morgan Freeman keep it under wraps, and they develop an anti serum for it or whatever. And yeah. then like in the 90s, it comes back by uh, due to a monkey smuggler, just like Disco. And it it follows the the path of how it spreads through this like California town. Um, Was it one flight attendant from Montreal? <laughs> 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 but the uh, I got it, Sean. Okay, thank you. <laughs> but the uh, I mean, I thought it was. I thought it was. You know, it's not great, but it's not bad. I thought Dustin Hoff. I forgot how good an actor Dustin. I guess he got me too, so he can't be a good actor anymore. He's still but a good. He was actor. a really good actor back Dude, in the. I mean, he's great. Like the uh, friggin' uh, what's it called? Straw Dogs. Straw Dogs. That's amazing film. I mean, he's great in a lot of movies, but but yeah, he him Renee everyone was really good in it. It's you can tell it's like. It's like a classic, like, 1990s sort of quasi... Is that a Michael Crichton thing, too? No, that's Andromeda Strain. I don't think Outbreak... Oh, okay. I, I like Andromeda Strain a lot. I think Andromeda Strain is a better movie. Um, but I think I don't think Outbreak was Michael Crichton. It just feels Crichton-esque. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it's, it's you know, it, it, it resolves itself as you would expect. There's no, there's no swerves. There's no... 
it's it's all pretty predictable, but it's you know good '90s schlock. I enjoyed yeah. it. It's a classic. It's a classic example of a '90s big budget movie. They don't really make movies like that anymore, though. I remember those kind of movies. The movies that our parents would go to watch on the right. weekends. They don't really the make Patriot those games. Games. Yes, 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 Sean. Thank you. Yes, absolutely. Any Clancy will do. But like they don't watch like, within the last like year. I watched Hunt for the October again. That movie's perfect. That movie's good. But they don't make those movies anymore. They like, don't. Why would they? But we're like old now. We should go watch those movies. But they don't bother anymore. I they don't. They, don't I, make, they make. Well, they made Bridge of Spies. Yeah, they made Bridge of Spies. All right, I saw that <laughs> fucking movie. Ugh. Uh, and you pass the mic <laughs> to who? Pass the mic to Chomp. Okay. I'm going to group a bunch of shit together to get it over with. Um, I watched Brightburn. It was painfully mediocre. You know, I think that maybe I was being too nice to it. Because I agree with you in in, in big swaths. I I was disappointed because I feel like it could have gone further. But I still overall thought it was okay. It was okay. The gore gags were really good. Yes, the one scene at the end where he's like speeding through the house and just obliterates that deputy is pretty fantastic. Alec, you saw this too, right? Yeah. Didn't, didn't so do you two both? I like. Didn't you feel that the Superman surrogate or Superboy? I guess I should say they they didn't do enough. This is what lost the movie for me. They didn't do enough for him to juggle his humanity to his alien side. It was like. He went full evil like right away, and I just yeah, it's just like Man of Steel. Like you never feel like he's a real person. Yeah, and I I felt like that's where it lost me. Like I felt like if you did more where he was conflicted, even if it was just like conflicted about hurting his mom, because they they did go out of their way to try to say that the mom had a bond with him or whatever. And well, I they tried like, it at the very end, but he's yeah. already done so much horrific shit. Like it doesn't really work. Yeah, but then also you had that spaceship that's, like, telling him shit, and that seemed, like, too much. That seemed like a hat on a hat. Yeah, like, it was just... it's it's It seems like a really easy thing to knock out, like, evil Superman. But it, yeah. it, it relies too much on your understanding of the Superman mythos. I'd agree with that. What do you think, Alec? Uh, I mean, I liked it. I would agree that they didn't do enough showing like conflict within him once he got the powers because he wasn't like it's not like he was a a, like a troublemaker or had a bad attitude before the uh what's right spaceship started influencing him like you said it was like you flipped the switch and he just went from being like a, a perfectly fine kid to being a monster like there was no build up but, I mean, I don't know. The movie was pretty short, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. Yeah, very short. I think it was like an hour 20. But they did, like, half measures, too, like, where he was, like, going through puberty and he was being sexually attracted to girls. And it's like, okay, that's something. Ew. That's like a gross. Kernel. Well, yeah, that's gross. But that's like a kernel of something. Like, you could, if that's what you want to explore, go ahead. But they just kept throwing them down. They didn't really, you know what also, I mean? Um, this is a weird personal thing, but I'm tired of like the like Ramon's shirt, long cardigan, shorthand for punk rock mom. <laughs> yeah, 
I, I do think, though, I will say that I think a plus of that movie, I thought Elizabeth Banks was really good in it. She is good. She was good. You ain't fooling me, Elizabeth. We know you're like 60 years old. Yeah. I thought Roy, she was okay. Roy was good as the dad. Oh, Roy from The Office. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I saw Coneheads, which I still think is really funny. <laughs> I haven't seen uh, that movie in a very long time. I watched Smoking Aces, which may have the worst ending in the history of cinema. Agreed. Because I really like that movie a lot. But that ending sucks. It's so it's like a reverse <laughs> the mist. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the ending is so bad because it's like the whole thing's so much fun, and I love Joe Carnahan writing usually. Oh, he wrote that? I didn't know that. Yeah. So what happened to the ending? <laughs> I don't know. It feels like it got noted to death. Yeah. yeah. But uh, all the performances are fun. Chris Pine's I- really, really good in that. That scene where they're like those two chicks are just destroying people with that 50 cal is yeah. awesome. So much fun. Chris Pine like working Ben Affleck's mouth like I would have done the same thing if I were you. I'll see you in heaven though. <laughs> but that's a real early Pine. Like That's like, what else I mean, has he done at that point? I feel like that was the movie where when he got announced to play Kirk everybody was like, oh it's from this movie like nobody knew who he was when that came out he like i didn't realize that that was him until after i saw star trek even though i'd seen spoken aces before and then oddly enough with the star trek connection when uh what's his name chris chris hemsworth got cast as thor he's like oh he was kirk's dad in the jj abrams star trek yeah that was like the only thing anybody ever knew him from yeah i watched uh Fire Walk With Me, which we've talked about to death. It's still oh, great. It might yeah. be my favorite David Lynch movie. That'll be a, a Sean and TJ podcast. Yeah, that movie's fucking brilliant. And it gets brilliant. It gets more brilliant every time I watch it. Like I, I watch Hell or High Water, which is a movie that's better even after I saw it before. Another Chris Pine banger. That movie is great. Uh, Gallic, have you seen it? Seen what? Hell or High Water? Yeah. Yeah, I think like oh, Hell Water is like a better version of the town somehow. Yes, I agree. That's yes. a very that's a very good observation. Does he has better fall. Pack everything up to get out every that whole town in his rear view. <laughs> ben Foster <laughs> is a upgrade over Jeremy Renner. I know it's a hot take, but ben have, Foster, have you guys heard Jeremy Renner's album that just came out? <laughs> no, it's amazing. I, I highly recommend you. I might end the show with one of his songs. Alec, um, did you? Did you see? I'm sorry, I gotta. Alex, no, did go you ahead. see that that sign in Massachusetts, the road sign, where it's like you gotta stay real far away from people? <laughs> no. <laughs> me up. I got on this weird uh, PTA jag. I oh. watched uh, There Will Be Blood. That's, in my opinion, one of the best movies in the last thirty years. It's the best movie he ever made, for it's sure. A, it's amazing. Um, and that's saying a lot, because P.T. Anderson made a lot of good movies. About I watched so- his second best movie, Magnolia, which yeah, is Magnolia. a movie i got to watch in parts because it's so long, but it's worth it. I love that movie. Great soundtrack, too. Yeah. It's all Amy, man. And I watched The Master for the first time. It sounds like you didn't like it. It, it. it reminds me a lot of The Phantom Thread. It's like 
it's a good movie with great performances that I just it didn't click with me. Oh man, I really like the master. I don't know. It's it. We're, I I agree with you. Like Phantom Thread is 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 Phantom Thread. I would say that's one of, on the lower end of my favorite PT Anderson movies. But the master is really good. Like I don't know, especially. Yeah, like, it's a good movie. It just feels like it's it's like a tech demo for acting. I can see that. But after that, I've only got like uh I think one movie I actually want to talk about. So I'll just pass the mic back to Alec. Uh okay, I'll do the same thing and knock out several. How many more do you have, Gogs? Um three, I think. Okay. I'll just knock those up. Seems they're easy. Yeah, I'll get a few of these banged out. I watched uh, yesterday a movie about the guy. Oh, who, uh, God. <laughs> I love that movie. It's what? So oh, my God, really? Yeah, it's really funny. It, it like, does have that one. The, Brit, the His girlfriend of that movie, I find that girl insane. Yeah, I can't remember her name. But, yeah. Lily. But no, it's it's fun. It really, it's like. You know, baby Driver, right? Yeah. Uh, yes, but with dark, with dark hair, so she's hotter. But it, like, leans into the fact that, like, so there's, like, a blackout, like, a worldwide blackout. Everything comes back on, and nobody remembers the Beatles except for this one guy. But you're not a Beatles fan, right? Like, I don't think I like the Beatles. Like, I'm not, you like... You fucking love movies that revolve around music. That I is just, true. Love, that is something I've learned about you a lot. Like, you love, love music. music movies. But there's, like, there's like other things. Like, he asks a guy for a cigarette, and the guy's like, what's a cigarette? Like, certain <laughs> things in that world just don't exist well that's kind of fun i'd be yeah, fucked up and he gets, that, he gets to fuck his girlfriend in the ass and she's like what what is an ass, what's an ass? <laughs> what butts? he tries to eat her ass and she's like what um i watched a, a two movies about racism in the south uh the best of enemies and the green book oh you watch green books bad yeah green is like, not good it's yeah it's fine it's, it, I, it probably wouldn't have scored as badly if i hadn't watched it right after the best of enemies how do you feel green about book green... is a movie that convinces your mom that racism are wrong how do you feel the fact that green book won best picture uh i don't remember what it was up against but i can't imagine that it was better movie mad max fury road no, it was not against Mad Max Fury Road. It won like last year, two years ago. It was last year. What was Green Book? I don't even remember this. It's got Vigo, Hortenstein, and uh, what's his name? Maharshal Ali. Yeah, Maharshal Ali. Oh, is this like a is this like a court procedural? No, yeah. Jesus Christ! <laughs> like the Driving Miss Daisy movie. Yes, uh, yes, okay. like a court, like the court procedural Driving Miss Daisy. <laughs> It's one of the two. I, uh, the best of enemies is a much better movie about uh, racism, oh, wait. like the '60s and '70s South. The best of enemies has Sam Rockwell, right? Yeah, it's Sam Rockwell and uh, Taraji P. Henson. I remember seeing the trailer for that. That was good. Much better than the okay. Do they we? fuck? Huh? They fuck? No. Boo! The uh, fuck up racism. Nice. Oh, yeah, the, watched a movie called last night called uh, Stand Up Guys with Al Pacino and Christopher Walken. Oh my god, that sounds awful. That was fine. Great. But aging, and Al Pacino gets out of jail and Christopher Walken's his best friend, but he's also got a kill for some reason. 
And that was good? It was fun. Like, it was, you, it was what fun. did you watch that on? Oh. F2. It was definitely Tubi. Tubi. I think it was definitely Tubi. Um, well, you're right. Green Book was up against, uh, like, Black Panther and Roma and yeah. Black Klansman. Black Klansman is a better movie than yeah. Green Book. Yeah. Roma, as much as I didn't, I mean, I don't think it's amazing, is a better movie than Green Book. Al, you really liked Roma, didn't you? I didn't see it. I thought, so, yes? Sure. <laughs> um, and the last thing in this bunch of movies I'll talk about is, uh, not even talked about, is mentioned. I watched Dark Phoenix. Like, oh, no. Oh, is it the first time you saw it? Yeah. like Oof. It's like the worst it's so bad. comic book movie it's ever. so bad. It's like it's like the worst movie ever. <laughs> it's, like, it's it's such a bad like it's a bad comic book movie. It's a bad action movie. It's a bad sci fi movie. But then it also takes a source material that I absolutely love with all my heart. Yeah, and shits it's all like, over. It's just like ah, eh, whatever. We want to get this. We want to get all these movies done. We'll just churn this crap out. And like yeah. we're contractually obligated to finish this series. Pretty much, yeah. and it's like it's it feels bad. So oh, so bad! And and at the end of it, I I hate the fact that at the end of it, they they try to they try to give you this fucking requiem, like oh, think about all the great X Men movies. But it's like no, it's just it's like fuck you. Like this movie doesn't mean anything. It's all just these the one. All these movies are trash. Like it doesn't matter. Oh, and why the fuck were what what the hell was uh. What's her name? Uh, the, the, like not Jessica scroll. Chastain. Jessica Chastain. She's like not a scroll, but she might as well be. Like, what the fuck was all that? Yeah, it just like it, made, it was stupid. Like, make her, make her a fucking Shi'ar. Like, if you can't get scrolls because you got Captain Marvel or whatever, just make her yeah. Shi'ar. Because we know Shi'ar aren't involved. They're not involved in the Phoenix saga at all. No, no, not at all. <laughs> Are the scrolls though? No, he's he's making a joke. Oh, okay. The Shi'ar um, are implicitly <laughs> involved in it. Also, think, you guys, you guys need to read the current run of New Mutants. They brought it back. Hickman's writing it, and it's really good. The Shi'ar is is very involved, and it's excellent. I I think I like live no pun intended or live Facebook when I watched Dark Phoenix, and it was like sad. Yeah, it's it's awful. It's it's. And it's full of a bunch of really good actors, and you could tell all of them were just like, "Yeah, oh, wasn't wasn't it directed by the? I think it was directed by the guy that wrote the Last Stand. So he's fucked up the last the Dark Phoenix saga twice. Alec, did you notice that pickup shot at the end with Xavier where he was all beefy? Yeah, because he was was filming fucking that awful fucking Night Shyamalan movie we watched. Yes. No, no, the other one. Or uh, yeah, glass. 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 More like ass. Uh, <laughs> yeah. TJ. Uh, I just watched one other thing. I, I finally cracked open my uh, Lone Wolf and Cub uh, Criterion Blu-ray set, which I've had for months, but I, nice. I never I never watch fucking anything that I have on physical media. I don't know why I continue to buy them. Uh, but I watched uh, Sword of Vengeance, which is the first Lone Wolf and Cub movie. That movie is fucking brilliant, and it's it's also a prime example of like how a movie can be like really schlocky on paper, but because of like some budgetary restraints, like it turns into like this weird art film. Um, so that movie was made for next to nothing, 
um, very fast. I think they shot that movie in like less than a month. Well, they shot like that whole series in like a month. Yeah, so there's six Lone Wolf and Cub movies, and I think they've made them all within two years. But the thing is, so there's a lot of scenes in Sword of Vengeance. I think Sword of Vengeance is the best movie of, the, of all six. But Sword of Vengeance has these weird moments where uh, Ito, who's the main character, the, the the Shogun assassin or whatever, he he's like in a duel and he like he cuts this guy's head off, but there's no sound because they didn't have like Foley. They couldn't afford it. But it makes it such a neat, like, it's so, it seems intentional. And it seems, like, very artistic and cool. But, like, then you think about it, well, they just didn't, they couldn't do it. They just, they were like, fuck it, we'll just leave it this way. But it's just, just the one where they do the POV of the guy getting decapitated, they just throw the camera up in the air? No, that's, that's, like, towards the end. But, yeah, there's stuff like that in this. Um, there is, there's a moment where... Like there's there's a couple of sword fights where anytime that he like slashes and and if you've watched any kind of samurai movies from the seventies or, or late sixties, there's always that like kind of Wu Tang Clan clanging sound. Yeah, there's nothing, and it just it's like what is this? But it, it makes it look really weird and very unique, and I really love that movie. Um, the the that whole series is great. I'm really happy that Criterion like put it out. Uh, sword of Vengeance looks amazing. I don't know what they shot it on, but it's like very, very like high contrast and like super colorful. It almost looks like um like the Batman '66 show. It's like pops. Yeah. It's like very like technicolor, but it looks really cool and it's like not like anything you've ever <laughs> seen. And um, I really love it. And the, the rest of those movies are great too. Um, but uh, yeah, sort of Vengeance. You're I, not gonna I, watch Shogun Assassin, are you? You know, I might rewatch it when I'm done the other the other five. Why not? I have it. I might as well. Uh, but yeah, I am one of the purists that's like, well, just watch the six movies that it comes from. Like now, Shogun Assassin is great. I mean, well, Shogun Assassin is right? fun, but like, those yeah, that's one we watched. Those six movies are better. Like they're they're good movies. Yeah, but one movie is shorter. <laughs> that's true, but like, I don't know. And I I love the Lone Wolf and Cub manga. Like, it's great. Um. What's his name? I, I I sorry, I can't remember his name, but he he I uh, thanks to Time Hop, I remembered this because he, he died like two days ago yesterday. But uh an amazing manga artist and writer. Uh Lone Wolf and Cub is like one of the best like manga creations ever. Like I, I love that whole period and uh it's fantastic. So uh buy the Lone Wolf and Cub box set. You can get it on Blu-ray on sale for like sixty bucks now. It's it's definitely worth it. I got it for like uh, twenty five. Yeah, well, you and I got in when Amazon screwed up, and they put it as the DVD price, and uh, we got very lucky on that. Uh, Paul Pope does the artwork in, in the book. Uh, what's cool is if you open up the, the blueprint, the, there's a blueprint for the the baby cart, which is awesome. Uh, but it's great; it's a great collection. Um, oh, real quick, I, I can't believe I forgot this. Uh, Anthony, a friend of the show, Anthony bought me the Blu-ray for the Friends of Eddie Coyle. That movie's awesome. Uh, I've never seen it. It's fantastic. <clears throat> Another Criterion movie I highly recommend. Um, but yeah, that's all for me. Uh, so I pass the mic to Gogs. All right, so I'm going to round out what I what I watched. Um, we'll start with what we watched uh, the evening of uh, TJ's birthday before the world ended and just be brief about it. Rewatched Uncut Gems. Still love it. Oh, shit, I forgot we yeah, watched so that. Yeah, 
movie is still tense, Great. still tremendous. I still think it would be my 2019 pick of the year if I'd seen it in time. Such a good movie. It really is. It's outstanding. Um, I really, I hope the, uh, um, well, now I can't think of the names, the brothers that made the movie. Um, Softy brothers. Softy brothers. Softy brothers. Yeah. Brother. yeah I, hope, I hope they make it out of this thing and still able to make movies because they, they are fucking talented. Um, so Did no, you watch Good Time yet? I watched, I loved Good Time. I thought okay. it was excellent. I watched, I, went, I got a weird Pattinson kick and I watched Good Time and The Lighthouse on the same weekend. Gotcha, um, gotcha. And you liked both. And I liked both. Um, I watched, uh, I don't think I talked about this on the show before everything went dark. Uh, I rewatched Monster Camp. Have I talked about that? Monster Camp is the RP. The LARP, LARP. It's the LARPing yeah. documentary. You have, you have brought it up. Yeah. 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 It's still good. Still you fun. Tiger King, right? I watched a shit ton of Tiger King. <laughs> I, watched, I watched that like basically twice. I watched it and I watched it again with Liz. <laughs> that show is nuts. Like that yeah. show, that show opens the first episode. We've all seen it now, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but the fact that that show opens like the first episode, like a twelve-year-old is teaching this this gay meth head redneck from Oklahoma with a ton of tigers magic, and that's like the least insane thing that happens <laughs> on the whole show is insane. Uh, Carol Baskin's a piece of shit. She totally murdered her husband. Um, I mean, they're all pieces of shit. Uh, I mean, it's, it's like, like the shooter to cook not, the clutch shirt. So bad. Yeah, I feel bad for him. I don't think they spend enough time talking about a piece of shit. The guy that has the harem is the guy with the harem. Oh, I want to see his shit. documentary. He's a piece of shit. Well, they were. They were. I've read something in an article. So that that one woman that they interview that that like left the harem or whatever. I can't think of. Yeah. Her. So the frumpy one. If you do the math, little, her little pictures. If you do the math, when she got like into that that cult or whatever that harem you whatever you want to call it she was like 16 she said she was yeah. the show said she was 17 oh god yeah yeah um, get him young um so no 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 that is not the message of this show good lord no it's no just, god slay a base uh, no again no <laughs> <laughs> you just get a base just to get a base so um, and the guy who's like a like a living monster energy drink with a vape jammed in it, like that guy, that guy piece of shit. Jeff Lowe, I yeah, yeah. yeah. With anyway, a fucking and, Oakley hat. Yeah, most he's like wearing affliction gear. Like, is that still like? Come on, bro. <laughs> but so I watched a shit ton of Tiger King. I watched Monster Game, and then finally I broke. I broke whatever I don't know uh, treaty or decree happened on the show. I finally watched Creed Two. Decreed oh. he, <laughs> <laughs> and um, you know, I, I I don't like it as much as I like the original Creed, but I liked Duh. it. Wait, was there a, there was a moratorium on you watching? Yeah, I wasn't allowed. Oh, that's right. Allowed to said, watch it, remember? I forgot. I said, yeah, because I said that they shouldn't have made a sequel to Creed. And I stand by that statement. I well, no, you also good. said you refused to watch it. That's true. So you know, so there's one moratorium. It wasn't us. Well, either way. I, I wrote whatever law either I made or someone else made. Did, did um, he, was there a moratorium on him being alive? No, he committed suicide. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, I mean, I think um, Dolph Lundgren, great. You know, old, old Dolph Lundgren's great. His, I tell you what, my big takeaway from that, like, his story 
And like his son's story were like the saddest, most moving. Yeah, it's fantastic. Yeah. They they humanized Avandrago, which I didn't think you could do. Right, and like, well, you know what? In the in the first movie, he kind of you know what? he's getting played. Mm. Like, you know he's like a. Did you watch Rocky Four? He's a cartoon yeah. character in Rocky. He's a, car- he's a cartoon character, but you could actually, you know, he's not he's not a fucking person in that movie. He's just a weapon. Well, exactly, but they don't. There's no humanization in that film yeah, at all. Take, but I guess if you take a step back and think about it, right? Like he's I, kind of like a, he's like a fucking he's Danny the dog. I guess my point is is that Rocky Four actively wants you to not step back and think about anything. No, they do not. They want you to hate him, <laughs> and they want you to hate Russia, and that all makes sense. Yeah, like his sort of like heartbreaking tale of like the fall from grace, and then yeah, it's great. Up. It's fantastic. And then like his son's story, like at the very end, like after his son loses and they've lost everything, but then they're out jaw, like they're like, you know what? You know, I'm sorry. I was a piece of shit raising you like in like hell. Yeah. It's a good time. movie. Solid movie. <laughs> it really is. It looks, and, like, it looks like they live in the block level of uh, modern warfare. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> they're Pripyat or whatever. Like they're like, it's terrible. But like, um, I mean, Michael, like, handsome, be wonderful is great. Uh, it, it, it's real good. The fight sequences are not as good as Creed was. Um, still good though, but yeah, not good. as still, not as good. No, it's it's not. Yeah, it's not as good. It's not in the top three Rocky movies. That's probably after. So it goes Rocky, Creed, Balboa. It's either three, then two. It's certainly before four. It might be better than three. Rocky, Rocky three is with Clubber Lang, right? Yeah, I love Clubber Lang, but I like this movie a lot. Yeah. We all know it's better than five. It's better than four. Obviously. Is it better than... I forgot how good two actually was. Two is awesome. Two, two is, is like really ranked up in my Rocky life. Rocky two is fantastic. Yeah, Rocky two is really so good. I I don't know. I don't know if Creed two is better than three or not. I'll defer to Sean. What do you, you're, you're a Rocky official. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and, and supersede my powers. Uh, that's not the right word. I'm going to usurp my powers. And since we're talking, that's, that's not even the right. That's not the right word either. You're just going to use no. your powers. Well, I, I anyway, Sean, you watched. <laughs> talking about Stallone, I know you watched the Stallone film. You want to talk about that? Yeah, I watched uh, Rambo: Last Blood, the second best Rambo movie. Mm-hmm. Um, we're talking to our buddy Jordan on Facebook, and I've seen this. I don't agree with him. Line. I don't agree with him at all. I saw but, that same post. It was just like a Trump fantasy. But, like, every revenge movie is, like, a white male fantasy or Korean. It's not a Trump <laughs> fantasy at all. He's, you know, he's trying to protect a Mexican girl in that yeah. entire thing. It's Donald Trump by building that wall. It's like, it, and because I'm a filthy bean, I can say this. Like, you can't be so sensitive that, like, oh, there's no such thing as a cartel. Or right. sex traffic. Yeah. Which there certainly is. Yeah. I don't know. Is that uh, but it's also just a big dumb slasher movie? Yes. And well, it's the gags are tremendous. You haven't seen it, have you guys? Can you put that movie that there's no cartels? Like is that like a position? No, but just the idea that it's like, oh, you know, the evil Mexicans. It's like, well, these guys are evil. 
and they share a border with Arizona. Like, it's happenstance. Right. You have not seen this, right, Gogs? I have not. Alec, you saw it, right? Yeah, I loved it. Yeah, so did I. I liked it, too. Like, it's like an hour, I think it's like an hour and 25 minutes. It's know? very quick. <laughs> yeah, because it's funny, because, like, the setup seems like it's going to take a little while. And then it's just, like, a thousand miles an hour into a wall. Sean, I know I asked Alec this when he talked about it. The woman that Rambo lives with, do they have a I relationship? Don't know. Yeah, exactly. It's like, what? I don't even... I don't know if it's his... The best I can come up with is the girl's mother was his girlfriend at some point. Oh, I didn't even think of that. And, like, the woman is, like, the de facto sister. Because she's not, like, cleaning or anything. <laughs> right. She's not doing anything around the house. She just kind of exists there. <laughs> right. Um, and Sylvester Stallone is such, his face is really freaky. So when he gets mad, he looks like a Frankenstein. kind of terrifying. What does he look like, Alec? He looks like a Frankenstein monster. <laughs> his head's like square and he's just like, he looks like the way. He looks like Marv from since I was going to say, he looks like a Frank Miller drawing. Like he looks so weird. There's so many lines in his face. The just... only thing I didn't care for about the movie is the um, like it's it's tendency to flashback to things that happened two minutes prior. Yeah, it's like Saul. What were you saying, Alec? What does he look like? Oh, I mean, he just he's just like essentially ripping people apart with his bare <laughs> hands. Like it's it's <laughs> like if a normal human got into a fight with Superman and Superman really wanted to <laughs> yeah. like really go to town. Like he's literally almost ripping limbs off. The movie has a lot of John Wick in it. Yeah, I agree with that. That final scene through his, like, tunnels, I thought was fantastic. I love that. I thought it was great. Oh, yeah, and they played 5 to 1, which is, like, one of the only good Door songs. Yeah. Was it? Is it on any... What's it on? It's on Prime. Yeah, it's on Prime right now. Oh, It says it's an hour and 40 minutes, but it must have 25 minutes worth of credits. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't know. I liked I, it better than Rambo Four, and I love Rambo Four. Mm. I, I thought I liked. I think I liked Rambo more. You're talking about John Rambo, or it's just called Rambo, right? The one where, like, yeah, the Burma that, one. He turns that guy into human, like fucking cloud. The one we watched. Like, we, we watched it on gross. the show. Yeah, we did. I think that that movie's still better than this than Last Blood, but I, I think, feel like this one's less complicated. I agree Not with that. that. Rambo Four is overly complicated, but know. you don't spend almost any time with anybody but Rambo in this movie. Yeah, I'd agree with that. I don't know. I liked it. I mean, I've read a lot of negative stuff about it. I'm like, I don't know what people are looking for out of a fucking Rambo movie. Like, it's a maybe Rambo they, movie. Maybe they had only seen the first one. Well, right. They not had seen any of the ones in between. And I understand I don't think the first. Anybody's seen the first one but us? Like, I think they're thinking <laughs> of like Rambo Two. <laughs> or well, ball. first blood part two or whatever. I keep seeing people saying three is good, and I'm like, sir or madam, you are incorrect. Rambo three. We're talking about the Genesis game. Yeah, Rambo three is fucking terrible, and we got a podcast to prove it. That shit was awful. Oh, uh, all right. Uh, who's left? I think that's is it. Right. Just you. I got a couple more. Go, Go ahead, Alex. Um. Does anybody else have anything else 
No, nope. I'm out. Real I'm quick, out. I want to get Sean's take on where Creed Two falls. In the oh, game. I'm sorry, Yogs. Um, sir, you usurped his. Power. I usurped your Do power. We Rocky in the list because, or do we just take it out as like Citizen Kane? OG Rocky's in the list. It's obviously number one. Okay, Rocky, Rocky three. Wow. No, no, no. Rocky, Creed, Rocky three, Rocky two, Rocky Balboa, Rocky four. Or no, Rocky Balboa, Creed two, Rocky four, Rocky five. Okay. Rocky Five's the worst one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Almost, if I was drinking, that would have been a spit take. <laughs> yeah, like somebody should just go around to WalMarts and stuff into the box sets and just take Rocky Five out. I have that Legacy Collection on Blu-ray, and I've I got I'm, it too. I'm, yeah. yeah, it's like ugh, I just want to get rid of it. You take that and Cobby's Alien Resurrection, and just well, and, and Godfather Three. Yeah. Anthony used to have the best idea where he's like, you take every uh, DVD at the time it was DVD when he made the joke. You take every Godfather Three collection, you take it out, you take Godfather Three out, you put Jaws in, then you got the perfect trilogy. <laughs> uh, Alec, go ahead with your final your final thoughts. Okay, um, the last movie I got to see in theaters before. The world ended. Uh, the Invisible Man. Oh, I saw that too. It, I forgot all about that. I loved it. I thought it was yeah, I thought it was really good. I was surprised how much I liked it. I thought it was going to be dumb. You it's, know a, who, it's a Blumhouse banger. I thought it was going to be kind of schlocky, but it know, was actually a lot of fun. I liked it a lot. You know who made that, right? Uh, same guy who made Upgrade, didn't he? Exactly. Yep. The, same guy that made Upgrade. E one L. Yep. Whatever. That's it. Yeah, I saw it too before the world ended, and I I agree with Alec. I really enjoyed it. Like, it's not perfect, it but I surprised you, right? Like, it didn't seem like the marketing for it did not interest me that much. Like, yeah. I, kind of, I wanted to go see it just because I wanted to see something. Is but it I, worth renting it for twenty bucks? No, but I, 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 there might be an internet truck that could drive by your house to drop it off. Um, but it's good. I enjoyed it. I think that uh, what's her name? Who I'm not usually a fan of, Elizabeth Moss. I thought she did a really good job. I like the premise overall. Like it's very simple. It's a lot of show don't tell kind of stuff. Like yeah. and the Invisible Man stuff was awesome. Yeah, they added kind of like a sci-fi twist to that. It's not like it's funny. I guess I don't know if this is a spoiler, but like so he's he becomes invisible invisible by wearing like a, a suit from like uh, Metal Gear Solid, like Ninja and a Metal Gear Solid. It's like a camera reflected ammo. No, 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 not not a bandana, Sean. Um, no, it's like a, a suit that has a bunch of cameras in it, so it reflects everything that's around him, so it makes him invisible, just like Ninja, like Gray Fox. Sorry. Sean. Oh yeah, <laughs> so not, not Ninja, Gray Fox. Um, but uh, not Ninja from the airport. <laughs> yeah, uh, but uh, I I've read a lot of people saying, well, it's too silly that that's what makes him the Invisible Man. It's like, bro. In the Universal movie, he drinks like a magic potion. Like, like, are you really? This is where this is the hill you're gonna die on. Like, yeah. And in the Paul movie, he gets his powers from raping, clubbing oh, dogs to death. God, that fucking movie, Hollow Man. Oh my god, I forgot about that movie. Don't yes, yeah. oh, um, I like yeah, it. I think, I think both of you would like it a lot. I enjoyed it quite a bit. Uh, I watched The Hunt. Oh, you saw it! I need. I have that, that on my was, hard drive. That was actually a twenty dollars rental. I did. We did. 
Ooh. that to watch it. It's good. I like. I thought that was really good too. Isn't Dennis from It's Always Sunny in it? Yes, he's in it. Uh, Liberty Bell from um, oh, from Judo. No, from from uh, uh, from Glow. The t- yeah, from Glow. Oh. Does she take out those things? No. What? Oh, weird. Uh, Ike Barinholtz is in it. I love Ike Barinholtz. Yeah, man. he's great. I like Ike Barinholtz. Um, it's good. It's I, I I liked it a lot. What's it about? So the liberal elites Boo. kidnap <laughs> a bunch of conservative rednecks and take them to the woods and hunt them. Oh, I do remember seeing. Yeah, that's the one. That's they, probably a year and a half ago. It was, but yeah, they got shut then, down. Yeah, they got shut down because people were complaining about uh, murdering conservatives. Which why would you ever complain about that? I, it seems like they're doing a pretty good job murdering themselves these days, complaining about not being able to get ice cream and a haircut. It just takes a little longer. It takes two weeks now. <laughs> yeah, right. So was it, like, was it done with like a like a screw these liberal bent, or was it done like screw these conservatives bent? The movie. Yeah. Um, I think it rides a pretty fine line. Like everyone sucks. Yeah. Like the conservatives are pieces of shit, but the liberals are too because. They call out the conservatives for being pieces of shit. Um, I like that. I what kind of liberals are they? Are they like lefty liberals or are they like Amy Klobuchar liberals? Liberal, like, they don't go into it too much, but they they call them the liberal elites several times and they're like. Okay, so they're like centrists. And like, yeah. and they're like Hillary. They're like rich liberals. Hill Dems. Yeah, they're, they're, they're rich liberals, so they're. Amy Klobuchar. Yeah, that, that one. Um, two more. Uh, and they go together. I watched Galaxy Quest and watched the documentary about it called Never Surrender. I didn't know there was a documentary. It's on uh, Amazon right now. And uh, the first half of the documentary is kind of boring. It really is just talking about like the casting for the movie and stuff like that. There's nothing too earth-shattering. But then the second half, it gets into the fandom a little more and some behind-the-scenes stuff, and they do a really, uh, like, a long segment about Alan Rickman. And uh, the second half of it is pretty good. Um, But that movie is so good. That movie's a ton of fun. It's one of the best Star Trek movies. It's probably the third best Star Trek movie. (laughs) I'd say behind Wrath of Khan and Beyond. What about the one where they find God? Oh, that's the fourth worst one. one. <laughs> it's terrible. The worst original one. I don't know. The Undiscovered Country is really good. What's the God one? Isn't that the Isn't it's, that Undiscovered? No, country? that's um, the Final Frontier. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which one's about the whales? Is that five? That's uh, the Voyage Home. That's four. God, yeah. Star Trek: The Motion Picture is my favorite, but it's like the weirdest one. There was like a at the comic at Baltimore Comic Con last year. Jim Steranko was there, and he did some original artwork for Star Trek: The Motion Picture, and they had all the originals there. It was fucking rad. Like he did yeah, a bunch of rules. like he did a bunch of design work for him, and they had one poster like a one sheet that he did, and it was really cool. But it was like seven thousand dollars. It was like an original. <laughs> it was like an original that he signed. It was cr- incredible, though. It was really cool. How old is he? Super dimed out. Um, he's he's got to be pretty old. I mean, he's part of the the old vanguard, so he's got to be, I would say, probably in his seventies at least. Maybe maybe older than that. 
because I mean he was around during the Marvel boom period in the sixties, so he's got. But he be. did a uh, like Shield, right? Mm-hmm. He's he's more or less the like reason that you know what Nick Fury looks like. He he came up with all that shit. Uh, they just copied Samuel L. Jackson. Oh, not not that <laughs> not that Nick. Uh, yeah, I guess I should take that back. Why Sean knows what Nick Fury looks like, not what Nick Fury looks like now. Um, like it, it's, a, I still think it's funny in the Ultimates where they like lampshade that, and then it I, happened. I think it's awesome. Like that was so yeah. cool. Like I remember hearing that, and it was like, oh, they got Sam Jackson. Oh, you mean the guy that Brian Hitch literally drew in those comics? That's amazing. It's fantastic. You guys should watch it. You haven't. I'm. Just, I think you all have seen Galaxy Quest. Yeah. Oh, yeah for our well, ten, tens of listeners at home, if you haven't seen it, can't recommend it enough. It's uh, it's funny and it's also got a lot of heart to it. Just like you. Um, watching the documentary, like they filmed that movie is like a PG thirteen with like cussing and a lot harder, and they edited all that out to make the movie that you see today. Oh, you mean they 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 filmed it as like an R rated movie, and then they, yeah, yeah, they went PG thirteen. Like, I like, didn't know that. They're, they're they're like cussing in it like at one the, at one point uh Sigourney Weaver drops an F bomb. Is there a hard R version of that that you can see? Can't find it. Does she release I, the I look for it? But Sigourney Weaver's tits are amazing in that movie. That movie's the probably the best she's ever looked. No, there's a movie uh called Heartbreakers. No. Yeah, Heartbreakers. Alien. Alien ship's great. I, mm-hmm. Mm. I don't know if you heard of that movie Alien, Alec. It's fine. <laughs> Anything else, Alec? Uh, no. All the movies I want to see now are all delayed for like six months. Yeah, when the hell are we ever going to get to see Black Widow? Black Widow, New Mutant. Fuck Black Widow, what about Dune? Well, Dune's not supposed to come out until what? Like December anyway. So we might, who who knows? But there's no virus there. All the production and stuff has stopped on it, hasn't it? So that's got no, it's already filmed. It's done. It's in the can. Yeah, it's it's finished. Like the post stuff, they still can't, like. You can do that for Gogs is doing that in his part time. Part time. -time. I'm editing Dune right now. Shit. Oh, good. Do you know how many tiny glasses I've put on Dave Batista? <laughs> it's like, why is there all this ADR people going ham? <laughs> Just put a tiny glasses on everyone. <laughs> Paul Atreides went back to planet ham. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, all right. Well, is that it, everybody? Yer. I think that's it. Any closing? Any closing words for our tens of listeners? Well, if uh, we all live, we'll yeah. talk to you soon. <laughs> Stay yeah. safe unless you're out there protesting, opening everything back up. Then go fuck yourself. Yeah, really. Go fuck. So, like, yeah, yeah. do that and then jump on a volcano so you don't get anybody else sick. This obviously, like, we'll see how it sounds, but this seems to have went pretty well. So, hopefully, next episode we'll actually have like a regular movie episode. Regular. I movie. Really watch that that movie where the kid becomes a luchador. I kind of want to watch that. Cuck. Yes, we do need to watch Cuck. <laughs> All right, everybody. Uh, this is us signing off, I guess. Luba boys. So Luba boys, all whole bed. See everybody. Six feet apart. Bye bye. Bye bye. It say says that. it's. It says it stopped recording, but I don't know how I get that re- recording paused. Stop recording. Okay.